Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Biggest movie at the box office this weekend, Downton Abbey. Okay. <laughs> what? Joker easily won the box office this weekend, made $93.5 million in North America, which is a record for October. The former holder of that record was the Venom movie, so mm. I guess October's a great time to release movies we didn't know we needed about supervillains. Yeah, really? Right? Uh, Joker made a ton of money, and it's nice that there weren't any major incidents. A lot of people very concerned about opening weekend and the possibility of some violence at one of these screenings. The New York Police Department had undercover officers in theaters. A lot of movie chains didn't let you wear makeup or, or costumes if you're going to see the Joker movie. And you had to show uh, government-issued IDs at a lot of theaters in the mm-hmm. United States to go see the Joker on the weekend. And still, despite that hassle, $93.5 million. I'm going to go see this movie on Tuesday. I just, I'm so curious why it's bothering so many people. I'm going tonight. You are? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I'm curious too. I'm, I, I feel like I'm being set up for a huge disappointment though. Like your expectations are that it's going to be amazing? Right. Yeah. I've, I've heard Joaquin uh, Phoenix's performance is outstanding. And then I've also heard criticisms that the story is a little weak and it's mostly carried by Joaquin's crazy performance as the Joker. Yeah. Some people saying it's all over the place and... Eric, our producer, loved it. He was on the show Friday with a review. He thought it was pretty good. Here's a story about one guy who was loving it a little too much. Not not violence, but everyone was kind of on edge, right, going to see the Joker movie. So in Times Square, at a screening of the film, a bunch of people walked out because there was a guy in the theater cheering and applauding loudly at all the murders. So he wasn't he wasn't cheering through the whole movie just when the murders would happen. That is unsettling. <laughs> uh, so some people got up and they they walked out of the theater because they weren't feeling like they wanted to be around this guy. Uh, and as he as they were leaving, he got belligerent, started spitting on them. And another guy says that they saw the the man pour an entire bottle of alcohol into his drink before the previews even uh, ended. Okay. <laughs> so he was he was a bit of a problem. Yeah. Yeah, that would suck though. You pay for the movie and you got to walk out, but honestly, I would probably bail too. If there was some creep cheering every time somebody on screen got murdered, I'd be like, hey! "Okay." And this is the writing on the wall and I'm going to sneak out backwards. I guess I'll stream this one when it becomes <laughs> available at home. Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. peacock, peacock, peacock. Time for sports. Devin Peacock is here with some breaking Toronto Raptors news. Yeah, Kyle Lowry has agreed to a one-year, $31 million contract extension with the uh, Toronto Raptors. That means uh, he will not be a uh, free agent at the end of this year. He was uh, set to make, or he is set to make $33 million uh, this year. So he's now got $64 million guaranteed over the next two. For his career, he's made $157 million, uh, which is pretty good considering he was not a lottery pick in the NBA. He bounced around between a couple teams before he got to the Raptors. And now you look at him, he is an NBA champion, made over $150 million, and could be going into the Hall of Fame. Awesome. Let's stick with Toronto, move to hockey. I will, I'm curious to know what you think, Dev, 
of Kapanen's boneheaded move on the weekend that basically cost the Leafs a game against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, boneheaded is the right word because I don't know what was going through explain, his mind. Explain what happened to everybody. So uh, at this point uh, in the Leafs, they, they lost 6-5 in a shootout to Montreal. They lost after uh, having the dreaded 4-1 lead that uh, Leaf fans all hate. So it's 4-1 with 15 minutes to go. They gave up two quick goals. Then they go on the penalty kill. So it's 4-3 Toronto. With uh, them on the penalty kill, Kasperi Kapanen breaks his stick. He's in front of uh, Jeff Petrie, Canadian's defenseman, decides to throw his broken stick at the blade of uh, Jeff Petrie. That leads to an automatic penalty shot. Petrie scores. Soon after that, Montreal scores to go 5-4. The Leafs force <laughs> overtime, force shootout, but they weren't able to score. And so that was really a huge turning point of this game, which the Leafs lost. And what did Kapanen have to say about it afterwards? He said after the game, he did not know that it was a automatic penalty shot if you throw your broken stick at an opposing player. He pleaded ignorance. <laughs> I didn't know. Was hey. I? Wait, so if my stick breaks, I can't stab a guy with it like a spear? <laughs> it's like uh, George Costanza. You're like, should I not have had sex with the... Uh, with the uh, Cleaning lady. Cleaning lady on the Was I business? not allowed to do that? <laughs> Had I known. <laughs> well, it's like he's an NHL player. His, wasn't his dad an NHL yeah. player? He's an NHL player. His dad is an NHL player. You've played hockey your entire life. Like, how do you not know this rule? Uh, it's it's. I'm going to rip the computer monitor off of this stand here and chuck it across the studio and smash it on the wall. Nobody told me I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> So if I tie my skates together and swing them around like a mace, I can't slice a guy's <laughs> face? That, is that a penalty, though? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend. Not Just in Casbury Kaepernick's mind. Uh, his fault. His fault. Stupid. Well, Do you think the, the Leafs win the game if it wasn't for that incident? I think they win the game without Casbury uh, <laughs> Kaepernick throwing his stick at the opposing player. Jim, mm-hmm. how was your weekend? Very low-key. I spent the whole weekend on the couch, basically. I watched some awesome movies, though. Like what? Cliffhanger by Sylvester Stallone. Oh, the best. For the first time ever. You've I've ne- never seen I've it? I've never seen it. It was like th- the perfect 90s action movie. What is the best part of that movie? You you give me your your favorite part, and I'll tell you what the best part is. I liked when the two guys were sliding down the hill, and the <laughs> they're sliding down the hill for like... T- Sylvester Stallone was on a bad guy's back. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> like a good sliding part. down the hill for way too long, and he's pushing his face in the snow. Uh, uh, no, I don't know. That's you... not the best part. <laughs> okay, what is it? The best part of Cliffhanger is when he shoulder presses a bad guy through a stalactite oh, yes. in the cave. That was awesome. <laughs> the, the, the sharp stalactites that hang off the roof of a cave. He grabs a bad guy <laughs> and shoulder. Like, do you understand the, the strength <laughs> you would need to have? To shoulder press a man through a stalactite, yeah. you need like a hydraulic vice type of strength. <laughs> and he he'd already been like he'd already fallen down a cliff into the hole down there. He was already getting his ass kicked and still had the strength to <laughs> Sh- push a man right through a stalactite. He didn't he didn't throw a guy off of uh, like a hill and he. 
onto like a bed of stalagmites yeah. on the ground. He shoulder pressed <laughs> a man through a stalactite. His abdomen <laughs> was pierced by a stalactite. Yeah. And he just kept shoulder pressing until the thing went right through the guy. Like, and the circumference by the time it was through his body was at least the size of a grapefruit. So, he, like, that takes a lot. It of, wasn't a small one. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he could have just dropped him on one. Like, even if it was on the same just punch floor. punch him a couple more times. <laughs> it's just very... Yeah, yeah. But if you can do it, yeah, why wouldn't you? I love it, too, because there's also real cliff or what i don't know mountain climbers doing their thing and then they would cut to sylvester stallone fall into the ground after the really hard stuff and then uh-huh. and then sylvester stallone would fall on the ground and dust himself off like it was him the whole time it uh that's the problem with hd like these 90s movies that have been converted to high definition now you can really see the stunt doubles in action yeah. right yeah. Uh, when they're that's not sylvester stallone <laughs> flying that helicopter right because you mm-hmm. can Back in the day, you couldn't tell because that that was blurry, and now it's crystal clear. You can see wires and stuff. And- yeah, I, I just I miss the '90s, the simplicity of an action movie. Yeah, like just like you could tell the story in thirty seconds. Like you know, uh, guys try to rob a bunch of money from a plane. The the money falls into a mountain. Two mountain climbers have to go and. Uh, Rescue somebody, whatever. It, I guess I didn't do a great job explaining it, but you it was just like made the sim- cliffhanger more complicated <laughs> than it actually is. Millions of dollars land on a snowy mountain, and Sylvester Stallone and is Sylvester there. Sylvester Stallone has to shoulder go shoulder fight some terrorists. Bad guys through stalactites. And Jim, you posted a pretty crazy video that's getting some reaction on the FM ninety six Facebook fan page. Oh, look at that! That's nice and shiny. Yeah. We're always talking about terrible drivers in the area. And there's some evidence here that uh, they exist. Yeah. It's a two-minute video. It's on looks what appears to be Highbury. And uh, it's a silver car just cutting people off uh, in this two-minute video. and Driving like a complete just idiot. Just driving and, like, tailing people. Cutting them off on purpose. Yeah. like It looks like there was a car in the left lane going too slow for this person's taste. And so instead of passing them peacefully in the right lane. They decide to pass him on the right lane and then cut him off and almost hit his front right fender so that the guy has to go into the... The person in the left lane has to go onto the shoulder and almost wipe out. And then there's a person, obviously, with a dash cam following all this nonsense. Behind the dash cam guy, there's a white truck who decides to be a hero. He comes up and flies past the silver car. The white knight. The white knight in the white truck. And then he brake checks the guy by pulling ahead of him and, like, almost causes an accident. Now the silver car tries to pass him, cuts him off. The white truck almost swerves and loses control. And It's a mess. It's crazy. And it's one of those situations where I'm like, I don't know... I'm on nobody's side on this one because every first off, the person in the left lane is going too slow and not moving to the right when somebody's clearly trying to pass them. The silver car who's cutting everybody off is clearly an idiot. Reckless. Yeah, and the white truck guy is like, you can't be a hero in that situation. It's not Grand Theft Auto. Uh-huh. What, are you going to pull him out of his car and beat yeah. him up? When you catch him, what are you going to do? Yeah. The best thing to do and I think you've got the camera on you pull up behind him you get the license plate and you show the video to the police yeah and you can get like a reckless driving charge or something like that because the guy almost causes yeah. three accidents in the silver vehicle he's interfering with people 
yeah. on purpose. And doing the thing where he was clearly in a rush to get behind or get in front of the first guy he cuts off. And then when the white truck starts tailing him, well, now he's going slow. So that guy can't buy. Like, it's just completely egregious. Like, it, it, the guy's not in a rush to be anywhere, I guess. He's just being a jerk. He's driving like a jerk. Yeah. Uh, people on the Facebook page are saying what they should have done was get the plate number exactly like Taz said and vehicle brand called the police about an aggressive driver. Brake checking, passing dangerously and cutting people off could cause an easy accident. Elijah says, nice to know a couple of morons on the road can put everyone else at risk by having a little pissing contest with each other. It's true. And then Grace says, why was the camera car trying to keep up with the either the car or the truck? Accident waiting to happen. And I wouldn't want to be near either of those drivers when it happens. Yeah, because the, the, as much as I think the camera guy is the least guilty here, he's following. He's so, trying to get the number. Yeah, yeah, the, he, the plate number. And he's following so closely that if anything went wrong, he's he's rear-ending somebody. It's scary, man. You get that feeling in your stomach just watching this video. Like you, your stomach drops out. Yeah, like there's a couple moments where you think something's going to happen bad. It's yeah, it, and it just makes it's making everybody on our Facebook page super angry right now and rightfully so oh look at that look at that check it out the video's up there now comment and uh don't drive like an idiot please i went and checked out london comic-con on the weekend nice what was it like it was really good they had it this year over at rbc place which is the uh the convention center New venue for London Comic Con, and it was excellent. Uh, They filled up the whole convention center, different rooms for different events. Like there was a a hall for the Q and A's and the lectures. They weren't in the middle of the room, Mm. which made them tough to hear at the uh, the other venue. They had uh, like a horror movie area. They had the comic book area, the kids area. It was really cool. They did a great job with it. Good to hear. Yeah, meet any celebs. I didn't meet any. I saw some. Yeah. I. This is the thing I that makes me uncomfortable about the Comic Cons. <laughs> okay. When because they have like a bank, like a wall of all the celebrities at these tables, and then they have banners hanging over them with pictures from like the Smoking Man from X Files, mm-hmm. and you know the the roles that they've been in, and it has their name on the banner. And you know some of these people, unless you're a huge fan of the shows, you don't know who they are, and. I don't like seeing the celebrities sitting there with nobody lined up to get autographs from them. Yeah. It looks like the kid in class who doesn't get a Valentine. Yeah. And and the other lineups will have be huge and then there'll yeah. be like a lineup and for a, a more of a niche celebrity. Yeah. And I'm sure there there are people who are going there to meet them, but the demand I almost feel like just giving them the forty bucks or fifty bucks. <laughs> Out of guilt because nobody is in their lineup. Yeah. I mean, but some celebs that are there are so obscure. It's like, oh, this guy did the voice from a video game. It's like the people who know that game are going to be pumped to meet him, but uh-huh. few and far between are the people who know what that video game is. Yeah. I almost feel like going and having just a, like an awkward conversation with them. I love your work, even though yeah. I have no idea who they are. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Oh, come on. Oh, have a chat. Hey, what's your favorite uh, What's your favorite uh, role that I've uh, oh. played? Oh, I don't know. I guess I kind of like them all. <laughs> That'll be $40, please. Damn it. I was just trying to be nice. No follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember seeing, uh, who was it, uh, 
uh, Diesel, the wrestler, uh-huh. sitting there by himself. I'm like, he looks so angry right now from two years ago. Like, because he's a scary guy. I'm like, are people not going up to him because they don't know who he is or because he looks like the most intense person He's going to rip time. your face off. Yeah. We did meet some superhero celebrities. I had my son with me. He's he's almost three. And he was in heaven because everyone's wearing costumes. And he got to meet Spider-Man. Shout out to Woodstock Spider-Man. He had a great costume. Um, and it didn't matter if your costume was good. <laughs> my my son can't differentiate between um, terrible costumes and good costumes yet. <laughs> so even if he sees, like, he's, there's a guy who's basically wearing a blue sock that he cut three holes in with an A painted on it. And my, my son's like, oh, daddy, look, it's Captain America. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, really, son? You think that's, that's the real Captain America? <laughs> with the beer gut? The guy who spray painted... Dishwashing gloves red <laughs> and obviously made uh, his shield out of wood in his shop behind his garage. You think that's the real Captain America? Okay, we'll ask him for a picture. Yeah, make sure he doesn't get too close, though. Who knows who this guy is? <laughs> he does kind of smell. I don't think he washed that sock before he cut the holes in it. The guy's using a garbage can lid as his shield? <laughs> you got a question. Ask a lawyer, ask a lawyer A question about custody or a neighbor Ask a lawyer, ask a lawyer Ian Snedden, partner with Cohen Hiley, is here with us. And uh, I've got a couple questions I want to ask you sure. here, Ian. Saw a few stories in the news past couple weeks, and, and they I've saved them for you being here. A guy in North Carolina named Kevin Howard just got a $750,000 settlement from the guy who stole his wife. Apparently, in North Carolina, they have something called alienation of affections laws. Right. So if somebody purposefully interferes with your marital relationship, you can sue them. And Kevin blamed his wife's coworker for seducing her, stealing her away, and destroying his marriage. So he sued, and he just won $750,000. Oh. Wow. Is that something we can do here in... Yeah, no. No, you can't. So uh, there is a there's a case on that where you cannot, in family law, um, get money for somebody committing adultery. Isn't it amazing, though, for all the things you can sue a person for, for being like a bad neighbor and keeping you up at night or whatever, uh, stealing your wife, I know it takes two to tango, but that is one of the rudest things you can do is is break up a marriage and cheat on your significant other, but there's no real legal repercussion, I don't think. Yeah, no, there is like, really. It's one of the dirtiest <laughs> things you can do to somebody, but it's, it's kind of like, well, Sure. Well, unless you don't like your wife. If you're <laughs> if you're a bit of a cuck and you think it's going to happen to you, you might want to move to uh North to North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Hey, honey, uh, <laughs> that's where you can cash in I on that. I just hear the banjos playing in my head right now. $750,000. Pretty I sweet. Mean, There'll be a how, lot of guys who want the their wives on to that. cheat on them. <laughs> like, was she extremely good looking or a very good cook? Or how do you get to $750,000? Yeah. He's never going to do that good <laughs> again. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was batting out of his league to begin <laughs> with for, for sure. a settlement like that. Okay, this is another one I wanted okay. to ask you about. Uh, guy secretly left $500,000 to whoever showed up at his funeral. So this happened in Wisconsin. Guy mm-hmm. named Dennis passed away a few months ago. In his will, uh, he said he wanted the money he had to go to whoever showed up at his funeral 
270 people showed up to pay their respects. They all got letters in the mail to let them know they were each getting about $1,800. Whoa. <laughs> can you set your will up like that? Like creative? Uh... You can, actually. You can set up your will however you want. Now, there is the Succession Law Reform Act, so if you have children behind or a spouse behind, then you can look behind uh, the insurance. But uh, in theory, as long as you don't have dependents, you can leave your money however you want as long as it's not illegal. So you couldn't leave it to uh, a, a racist party or something like that. Political you, like you couldn't be like, ah, I'm going to leave my money to the KKK. Right. You can't do that. But, mm-hmm. uh, but otherwise, yeah. If you want to leave your money to a home for cats... Uh-huh. You can do so. Could you do like a, make it a game? Could you hide your money and then be like, okay, uh, my lawyer, I want you to give out these maps when I die. At the funeral, you wheel out the TV on the rolling thing uh-huh. and then your face is if on it. If you're watching this, I'm already dead. First off, I hate <laughs> <Yeah>. all of you. <laughs> so if anybody wants the money. But you can do that kind of stuff in real sure. life. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's the Taz Show Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.